Welcome to Her Sacred Sexuality Podcast, the show that celebrates our God-given sexuality for women who want to unlock their feminine power. We're your hosts, Karen Welton and Bethany Phillips, two friends passionate about liberating women from the shackles of shame and condemnation to uplevel every area of our lives through pleasure and play. Join us in our slumber party style conversations as we discuss taboo topics such as sex, kink, and relationships for women of faith who desire more. Discover how good sex can be and the limitless possibilities when we embrace our sacred sexuality. Welcome, girlfriends, to her sacred sexuality podcast. My name is Bethany Phillips, and I'm one of your co-hosts. And I am Karen Welton, your other co-host. Woo! <laughs> this is our pilot episode. We are calling this the DTR, Defining the Relationship Podcast Episode Number One, and we are going to dive into everything that we are about. And those things are really important because you guys need to know what you're getting involved in. Because when you get the two of us together, you get like I feel like we're like a yin and yang. Like we're very <laughs> much like a like we balance each other out in a really good way. Yes. You're a nine. You're a nine. I'm a seven. Yep. And I'm an ESFP. What are you? ENFP. ENFP. But we're very close. We're very adventurous. We're very like go with the flow. You definitely bring out my extrovert and my risk taker and my playfulness, which I love. So I feel like every time I get together with Bethany, it's like a giant fun adventure. It's a good time. It's a good time. Like, Bethany is a good time. (laughs) That is who she is. So what are we doing? Like, how did this come to be? We want to share with you guys, like, what we're about and and really how this, how we decided to do this. So we're going to just kind of cover, like, super briefly, like, I know Bethany from back in the days of going to a, it was a church that we met, right? Yeah. I'm like blanking even on the story, but we met at a church. We were praying together. We had like home groups. We had our groups of friends that were kind of close. We were both married at the time. And then Bethany moved out to California. So she's in SoCal. I moved from New York to South Carolina. So we both met in Rochester, New York, then moved We're on opposite sides of the country, but we stayed in touch. I decided a few months back to go to a like sexuality conference. And I was in this place in my life and my business where I felt super burned out and like dry and like no passion, no like it was it was just like this kind of like current of frustration and overwhelm in my life, in my business, in my family, in my marriage and our sex life. And it was just kind of all like blah. And I knew I needed to like infuse life into my life. (laughs) So I was, but I, so I was like, Bethany, do you want to go to this conference with me? And of course being Bethany, she's like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Like, Let's do it. (laughs) So we go to this event and it was this incredible event where they, they talked all about sexuality and relationships and awakening your feminine desire. And we got so inspired. We were like, we need to create something like this for Christian women because it doesn't exist. How did you feel at that? Yeah, I feel like we both hit like the apex of what we were feeling really at the same time because there was one day where we were like leaving and we were just like, this is something that faith-based women really need. Like this is something that is missing from this 
world that we come from, because really what we were seeing was that within the conference, a lot of women were getting their, essentially their desires met by external things being stepping outside of the marriage, having, you know, polyamorous relationships. And it felt like there were just, there was just no like morality there. And there wasn't this like grounding of anything. It was just kind of like, have your cake, eat it too, and then eat the other person's cake. And then, you know, go make your own cake and eat it it until you're sick. And it was just like, I was able to see like really clearly, I see like the good in this, but there's a sifting here that needs to happen. What is our like foundation? What's our moral code? Where's our faith? And where does our faith even play into this, you know? Yeah, I think for me, what it did was it like, it gave me permission to really get in touch with myself, my body, my desires, and and really do that without shame. Because I I don't know if I could have gotten that, like, Breaking, broken through in that way in like a Christian conferency setting. Certainly not with like sexuality. Like they, we practiced no. sexual movement. You know, we wore lingerie. We like, like it was, it was definitely like pushing the envelope for me. For Bethany, she was like, oh, this is my jam. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> She's but not I, wrong. <laughs> she, she, she was like, this is where I belong. No. Yeah. <laughs> but for, at least for Nelsie, for me, it was definitely like an edge where I felt challenged, but it was also because I think there was something me that's like I love a challenge I want to be pushed I want to like break through that's what I'm here for that's why I came but I also can't stay here because um like Bethany said there was no morality it was like it came the the idea was kind of like they came from this feminist perspective this women's lib thing where it's like go out and have sex with whoever you want and awaken your desire and your sexuality but I'm like the end result of that from you know, what we believe, it doesn't lead to healthy families and healthy relationships long term, like it might excite you for a while, it might awaken your, you know, sexuality, but like, in the end, it leads to death kind of thing. And so, but at the same time, there was so many gold nuggets that we were like, yeah, we need to bring this to the church and to Christian women, and not in a sense of like, let's start a whole rave party, but let's have a conversation for crying out loud. Like, let's just open up the floor. Let's have a discussion about sex and sexuality and not in a way that's like conceptual and theoretical or theological, but like real down to earth, dirty, spicy, juicy. Like, let's actually talk about these taboo topics that the church is so afraid to talk about or cloaks it in shame. Yeah. And yeah. Like what, Cause what do we have in the church right now? It's like, we have purity culture and now there's like this reaction to purity culture that says like, Oh, well, that's just so shame based. And in many ways it is, but what else are we, what else are we doing? <laughs> what right. else are, where's the conversation happening? So that's what our heart is yeah. to really just start the conversation. Yeah. And we don't proclaim to be sex experts or intimacy experts by any means, but we, have experiences and life experiences and we come from very different backgrounds and so we're going to get into that in the next couple episodes and I'm so excited Um, yeah but that's really the heart behind what we did we wanted to start a conversation among faith-based women where you could where they could feel safe to come in and listen and be a part of this convo and push the envelope on what 
on, on this whole topic. Yeah. And I think also the, you were talking about this, um, yesterday, but the idea of like the good girl and the bad girl and how we have both of them within us. And I think like, uh, for me, I was raised in a Christian home. Parents were pastors, you know, was supposed to be the good girl, but inherently I was the bad girl, but who wanted to be, you know, like still have the attachment to being good. And I think the opposite in terms for you that you were good, but you wanted permission to be naughty, to be sexual and all those things. But I think it's, this conversation is so needed because we've heard, we've had those, you know, moments in church where the pastor is going to go dive into the sex talk, you know, and you're like, what are they going to say? And then they just, it's a flop. Almost it's a always, letdown. Yes. It is a letdown. <laughs> so we want to be able to have those conversations that are exciting, that are coming from a place of curiosity, but also like based off of scripture and recognizing that God honors sex. He wants us to feel pleasure. He wants us to enjoy that part of our life and that there's so much freedom within it without being morally unsound. Yes. It was God's idea. Sex was God's idea. And like, we're going to, but we're, and I've heard that a lot in church, right? Like you probably have too, if you're listening to this, like, oh yeah, sex was God's idea. But then the conversation ends there. Like, okay, well, what, what, what is it about? Like, tell me more. And so that's what we're going to really get into. And I think it's a great time to talk about like our core values and what makes us different because there's like a gazillion sex experts, intimacy coaches, programs, all kinds of stuff out there in the world. But it was all worldly and it had core values that didn't align with our values. And some of them have incredible teachings. Honestly, like I, I stretched myself to put myself in the room with people who had different belief systems than me. And I really got incredible revelation out of it. And now we want to bring this to you with core values that are faith based so that you can show up here and feel like, okay, there's a groundedness, there's a moral standard. So like one of our core values is sacredness. Sex is holy and sacred and created by God. And that is one of the core values we are coming from to really like a container that we can have all of these values are containers we have to, to have the discussion within that container. Yeah. And then truth is another one to unashamedly live by and speak the truth based on God's word. And God is not ashamed of sex. And I think that we've lived in a culture for a long time where to God, if you are a faith-filled person, that sex is really an off-limit topic. It's a it's a shame topic. It's a hide in the corner topic. It's like, we don't talk to anybody else about this topic. And we want to like break that off because we believe that like bringing it to the light, like bringing it into God's light, really, you see the glory in it. Like you see the divine in it. And it's so beautiful. It is. And we're basing our moral moral code on God's word, on God's truth, so that we can, and we may disagree over like how we interpret the Bible, over what these scriptures mean. But when you really like dive in, holy cow, there is so much juicy 
erotic stuff even in the Bible that most of us just skim right over. So we just want to like set the stage, be super clear and upfront and honest with our listeners that like we are believers, we are Christians, we are basing our moral code on the truth of the word of God. And that Mm -hmm. is the container we want to come to this discussion with. The next one is authenticity. Right along those lines, we're showing up unfiltered, honest, no masks, real talk. We have triggers. We have insecurities. We have fears. We have areas that we might be challenge each other on or challenge you on or be open to challenge and feedback from our audience. We might also cuss a little bit just to warn you because we are <laughs> all about being real and honest. And so if cussing triggers you, this might not be the podcast for you. <laughs> Sorry, babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like we're going to be dropping the F-bomb every other sentence, but you might hear some some cuss words. And why do we do that? Because sometimes taboo language will jolt you out of your comfort zone. And if yeah. you really look at the life of Jesus, let's be honest, he used some some taboo words back in his culture at his time. He definitely would have been dropping some words that were not culturally, politically correct. So you have been warned. Yes. Fair <laughs> warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. And you might not always get a trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to bleep it out. That's right. You're going to hear it. We're going to be raw. We're going to be, re- I think that's the biggest thing with authenticity is there is nothing I respect more than somebody being fully authentic. And that comes with a lot of things, you know? I think for our listeners to know that we are imperfect people, I have my baggage, you have your baggage, we we have current baggage, you know? And so, and that's okay. And not having to feel like we have to show up shiny and polished And that's the only way that gives us an ability to have a platform or an ability to have these kind of conversations because you have to be this, this type of person at this certain level to actually be a part of the narrative, you know? Totally. Yeah. We're showing up without masks, like imperfections and all you're getting the real us and it's going to be raw and real, raw and real, real, baby, imperfect. (laughs) And so right (laughs) along those lines, like personal growth is something we value. So we're showing up in humility with a teachable spirit, a curiosity to learn, and we are willing to face our triggers and grow. And that is what this whole journey is about. If you want to come join us on that journey and grow from wherever you are in your sexuality or your connection to yourself, your sex life with your partner, we are wanting to grow and fully come alive in this area that is so often neglected by Christians in church settings. Yeah. I think with personal growth too, people are scared to grow in sex. Yeah. Like there's no container. There's no, yeah. It's like you and your partner have to figure it out on your own. And you only know so much and you have your own experiences and triggers and baggage and judgments and whatever. And it's kind of like we throw married couples into this like married life and it's like, okay, sex was evil for like the first half of your life. And now it's okay, but there's no manual. There's no instruction. There's not even like someone you can talk to about it, maybe a girlfriend, but it's kind of like, here you go. We're going to throw you to the wolves and figure it out on your own. (laughs) Yeah. So we're all about like, this is a place to receive support and grow. And if you want to grow and be challenged, this is the place to be. 
Yes, I love that. Another one of our core values is unconditional love. This is so important. This is probably, probably out of all of them, the most important, I almost say, because it's, it's being able to receive unconditional love, which I think we have a really hard time doing, uh, just from our own baggage, traumas, triggers, whatever, shame and guilt are not from God. So if we're experiencing shame and guilt, we have to know there's another player in the game. And that man's name is the devil. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to say it in a Southern accent like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of the verse, like the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy, but God, Christ comes to give life and life abundantly. And If you are having your joy and your sexuality and your desire and your aliveness, your, you know, that essence of who you are stolen by shame and guilt, Mm -hmm. whether that's from the past or just, you know, shame and guilt that the church has uh, put on you from having doing this conversation not so well in the past. (laughs) There's a lot of shame and guilt over this. And so we believe that God comes to give life and life abundantly. And that includes in our sex lives. There is so much freedom that comes when sex and pleasure is not connected to or wrapped around shame and guilt. And it's such a gift. Yeah. And I just want you guys like as listeners to imagine just for a moment, being able to discuss and experience your sexuality completely removed from shame and guilt. Like, what if you could talk about the most taboo subjects, the most, those, those secrets, those desires that you've had that you've never shared with anybody? What if you could have a place to talk about those with zero shame and zero guilt? And oftentimes I think we have gone outside into the world to find those places because they're, they just didn't exist in a container where God was invited into that place. And so we want to invite God into those deepest, darkest places and them and make them come fully alive. Yes. Yes. That's like such a good point too, Karen, because it is truly what we have been taught to do is because we haven't been able to have these conversations in a safe space that we had to go elsewhere. We had to go other places to really get the, the honest answer, the most like stripped down answer. But what we ended up getting in return is a bunch of bullshit. Like we were fed a bunch of bullshit. And so what we're doing is we're like reclaiming that part of us, like that curiosity in us and recognizing that whatever we looked up in the past, whatever we we had to feel like we had to do to get answers, we're actually going to those places in a fully unashamed, authentic self and presenting it and being like here it is baby let's talk about it yes you know yeah i really feel like god is redeeming your sexuality and i'm speaking to you guys like all the listeners i feel like there are a lot of women listening right now that are like but i have this bad past i have i did all this stuff like you guys would reject me if you really knew the truth about me and i just feel like I just want to speak to you right now. I really believe God is redeeming your past and he is redeeming your sexuality and it is a gift. Yeah. And I also want to mention like along those lines, like the other side of that, on the other side of the coin, like you may have had to gone out and get stuff from the world and felt like now that's tarnishing you or whatever that those secrets of that past is, or like me, you suppressed it. 
and mm. you numbed it and you just kind of shoved that desire aside because you didn't have a healthy, safe way to fulfill those desires that are God given. But you might not have been in a relationship that celebrated healthy sexuality. You might not have had a partner that valued you. You might not, you might have felt like, where do I even go or who do I talk to? Yeah. To, to really explore my sexuality and get in touch with my body. And is this okay? Is this right? Is this a sin? So maybe you just didn't have an outlet and you just squashed it down and suppressed it. That's what I did for many, many years. And now it's time for those women. I'm speaking to you now and it's time to awaken your desires and awaken your sexuality and embrace it as a God-given gift. Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) That's right, baby. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that, that is like a perfect segue into like the last bit of our core values, which is playfulness, because we believe in the power of play. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Both in (laughs) sex, in life, in work, because we really believe that when that's a core foundation, it will emulate in every part of your life. Yes. And I am an advocate for play. I mean, are are. you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) My girl Bethany knows how to play and have fun. That is one of the reasons I love you so much because you totally bring that alive. It is so juicy and good. If we're not having fun, what is the point, right? Yeah. Like in life, in sex, in this podcast, in this show, like if we're not having fun, what is the point? Like we're going to have stuff that's heavy. We're going to talk about the hard things. We're going to talk about the scary topics, but we are also going to have fun and laugh and have a good time. And I feel like this is a good time to tell them about what our episodes will be called when we go into some of those more spicier, sexier you tell them Bethany because I feel like this was your download (laughs) (laughs) well we're gonna we're gonna start calling them the sacred slumber parties where you'll kind of know the distinction between episodes based off of if it's a slumber party or if it isn't because the slumber parties (laughs) are going to be where we kind of strip down a little bit you know get into the nitty-gritty we're gonna talk sex toys. We're going to talk, you know, intimacy. We're going to talk about masturbation and all those goody topics that you're curious about and maybe have felt shame about. And we're going to put the playfulness back into it. We're going to take off the shame. We're going to take off the rigidness, like maybe hammer at some of those, you know, calloused areas that we've become a little hardened from and recognize that it can be fun and it can be playful and it can be inviting a place where it feels inviting. Like there's nothing better than having a sleepover with your girlfriends and having those late night chats. I know you guys all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Every single one of you have been there where (laughs) it's like, 12 o'clock at night, you're eating, you know, all the crappy, delicious foods, (laughs) (laughs) probably having a glass of wine and you start talking about the nitty gritty, dirty stuff. And it's the best. And it creates not only intimacy between you and yourself, you and your partner, but also intimacy with your friends, with your girlfriends. Just like, yeah, I get it. I've been there too. And it's like... (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, you accept me still? Ah! <laughs> you had this happen too, or you struggled with this too? Yes. Yeah. So yes. This, so we are welcoming you to join our sacred slumber parties because we want it to be playful and also know that it is sacred and God loves it when we have fun and yeah. explore like this gift he gave us of our sexuality. Yes, I love that. I think we should start talking about, you know, who we're for, who are we for, and who we aren't for, because that's a part of, that's the reality of this, right? Like, there are going to be people that are just magnetically, energetically, completely drawn to us, to this conversation. They feel the need, they feel the want, they feel the desire. But then there's also people that aren't going to want us at all. That are yeah. in the church and out of the church. Yes. And we are not everybody's cup of tea. We might trigger you, but I don't want you to take a trigger as like, oh, this isn't for me. Because so right. I've gotten my greatest breakthroughs from my triggers. My triggers yeah. are my signposts to say, hey, this is an area that needs healing. This is an area of your greatest breakthrough and growth if you press in. So I want to invite you, if you're feeling triggered in any of these topics or conversations to ask yourself why and lean in before you get offended and put up a block. So as we say that, we've already kind of clarified this a bit, but we are for our audience. Our message is primarily targeted toward faith-based women who have moral standards in their life and want to live by a biblical worldview and standard. Love that. So if you have felt unseen, frustrated, unloved, and just like blah in your sexuality, or like you are disconnected from yourself and your sexuality and your desire, and you want to transform that, you want to transform your boring sex life into hot, passionate sex, and not just your sex life, but you have this desire to be seen and known on a deep level, to feel totally accepted in who you are in the areas you show your in the areas you show and in the areas that are like unseen behind the curtain you want to up level every area of your life because when you awaken desire on the inside at that deep sacral level you awaken it in your business you awaken it with your 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 marriage and your partner you awaken it with your kids you awaken a new you come alive on the inside having a good sex life makes you a better mom feel like there's some moms out there that need to hear that. Having a good sex life makes you a better mom. It makes you a better business owner. It makes you just a better human. Even like with God, it awakens every part of you as a being that you can connect to God in in deeper ways. And so if you felt stagnant or like you have just kind of felt numb in this area of your life, we are going to stoke the fires of your passion. And I want you to buckle in because we are going for a ride. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. Faith-filled, morally sound women. Also women who fe- who have felt rejected by the church for having sexual desires, for having, you might have stepped away from the church or Christianity as a whole because you felt rejected or you felt shame or abandoned by people like this podcast is for you too to be able to be like welcomed back in to not feel that shame not feel that guilt to have those honest real conversations and to feel a part of something 
bigger accepted and accepted accepted not just by like us like who are we but like recognize that you're accepted from like the creator of the universe the creator of your clit of your nipples of your vagina of your vulva (laughs) baby girl you you've got so many androgy wait androgynous what am i saying what's the the zones You're so not sex experts. Can you tell? <laughs> that is here. not the word I'm going for. <laughs> Somebody will, will write us. They'll email us and tell us what. Yeah, right? <laughs> Anyways, this podcast is for mean. you. Yes, like the podcast is for every woman who has felt rejected and shamed and put aside and said, your feelings are too much, that you are too much. So we're like just creating that space for like women to come out of their cave and women who have stepped out too far to come back. We're just inviting you back to like, yes, come to the table. There is a place for you at this table. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. (laughs) So if you want to be challenged, if you want to laugh, if you want to dive in deep about your sexuality and do it with God, with, with a conversation with spirituality, uh, you know, and slay shame in your life once and for all from your past, from previous sexual partners, from the church, from your Christian friends that gave you bad advice from whatever, you know, there, the, yeah. that shame comes on us from so many different sources. But I will tell you something, ladies, it is never from God. Yes. He is so for you and he is so for you, your sexuality. He created you a sexual being. So this is for, we're calling in the good girls. We're calling in the bad girls. We're calling in everybody who wants to have this conversation with us. You are welcome. There is a seat at the table for you. Yeah. So good. And then like, let we got to touch it, but like, who are we not for? So yeah. if you are the kind of Christian that is a little legalistic and a little religious and you have a big stick up your butt, <laughs> you're not going to like this podcast. <laughs> if you're like on your computer right now, typing in like, how dare you say androgynous? You don't even know what that means. <laughs> don't you know the bible says yeah <laughs> let me just tell you right now girlfriend this is probably not for you <laughs> we love every we love you but this isn't going to be for everybody and we no. are totally good with that so if you're here with a judgmental attitude this is not the place for you and yeah. we say that in complete love. Yeah. If you want to be argumentative, if you want to compare like doctrines and theologies and like argue about what, what's okay and what's sinful and what's, you know, not sinful, what the Bible says about these random verses in the Old Testament, like we're just not, we don't really care. I'm sorry. That's not the spirit of this, the show. This is not no. a place for us to come and correct you and point out your sins and your flaws. So if that's right. in you, we ask you to lovingly, kindly see your way out that back door. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other side of that aisle, there's those who like want nothing to do with the faith-filled moral concept. They're the people who are not Christians that are actually attacking Christians. Those who are a part of that hookup culture, like this, as much as we love and honor and want to be playful in sex. We believe that like sex is a best experience with a spouse, with 
a, a husband or a wife and in within that marriage, that's the that's the best way to experience sex truly or with yourself. But <laughs> we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. Oh. <laughs> but for those who want to and continually dive into that way of life and that way of thinking, I don't think this podcast is for you. Or if you're looking, but if you are looking to come out of that, you're more yeah. than welcome to be here, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're fed up with like the world's agenda and the world's standard of sexuality yeah. and perversion and have sex with whoever you want and hook up with whoever you want and your purity, your, your, your body, you know, you can just give it to anybody. Like if you're like, okay, I'm so done with that. And I am not fulfilled in that, any, that space. Whether you participated in that or not, like if you're ready to like say goodbye to the world standard, the world's agenda yeah. of sex and relationships, and you want to come into God's like best design for you, this is your yeah. point. This is for those who have a moral compass, who have standards in their life, who believe their purity, their sexuality is sacred and from God, and don't just want to throw it out there to anybody to devour. I yes. feel like there's like this, it's been way too casual. This yes. casual sex hookup culture, you know, and then like ridiculing those who want to say save themselves for marriage or like who have a higher moral standard. Like if you're going to attack or mock that, um, even like having like a very feminist agenda, like not original feminism, but like third wave feminism that just is like, oh, we don't need men like the man yeah. haters out there who are like, we oh, are not man haters. <laughs> no, we love our men. We love men. <laughs> yes, we do. We love men. <laughs> so if you're like wearing the like, the future is female, like <laughs> sweatshirt, that's not our message. And we love no. you. But the future is family. The future is yeah. like, family and love and oh my goodness we're just gonna get into so many juicy topics I yes. love but we just want to <laughs> set the tone like and be super honest about who we are who we're for and who we're not yeah I love that so much um also we are against pornography we are against adultery we are against abuse in any form lies that the enemy has embedded in his children and us shame guilt and confusion those are really big ones those are big like heavy hitters and we will have conversations about those especially with like porn adultery things like that both from personal experiences and i'm sure from other people's experiences that we've heard but that is so necessary to talk about or at least to let you guys know give you a heads up we are against those things wholeheartedly Yep. And not just because we want to like draw a stick, a, have a stick in the sand or like condemn, but because it's, it's going to hurt you in the long run and it destroys intimacy. It destroys relationships. It destroys marriages. So we yep. will, I'm sure talk way more about that, but we stand for healthy marriages, healthy families. We stand for your freedom in every area. Yeah. We stand for coming alive in yeah. your sexuality and celebrating it. I think those are, I think we covered all of it. I think we need to tell them what our mission statement is. Yes, baby. Our mission statement is to <laughs> set a generation of faith-based women free from shame and fear so that you can fully embrace your God-given sexuality and femininity to transform every area of your life. 
Yes. Ooh, baby. <laughs> she's wordy, but she's good. <laughs> we will probably refine it more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's so good. And our, our, I love how Karen put this, our BHAG, our big, hairy, audacious goal is to start a holy sexual liberation movement. Come on, people. Like, this is going to be so good and it's so necessary. I just like feel it like in my bones. It like, I gives just, me so a- I just got this drop. This just dropped in my spirit. I feel God is wants to deliver an antidote to the purity culture, mm. like from the nineties, right? If you guys grew up during that time in church, um, or the early 2000s, and there was this purity culture. We'll talk about like define it more, but it was basically like sex is is bad. And then you get married and it's okay. But everything else that has to do with sex is just bad and evil and sinful. And, you know, like I kiss dating goodbye and all of these rules and regulations. But I just feel like God is so eager to drop a holy sexual liberation movement that is actually the antidote to this purity culture that that actually just created so much shame and bondage for Christian men and women. Yeah. So true. That's so good. I love that. The antidote. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Right? It just oh. dropped in me. I'm like, oh, he is so for this. He's so for you. He's yeah. so for sex. He, yes. right? So we want to become a resource, a Christian resource for the faith based community, for women who are desperate for real conversations about sex and relationships. Yep. So many of you guys have been craving this. I know you have because I have. I know this is such a deep desire in you. And it is firing me up to have these, to just open the door. I feel like we're just kind of cracking the door open, like letting you guys in and welcoming you into this conversation. And I'm so hard up because it feels so potent. It feels so holy. It feels so right. Yeah. And I'm just excited. It's going to be so good. And I think it's fun to have the different perspectives because Karen, like her background and everything she's experienced in terms of, you know, her purity and how she's entering into this conversation versus how I'm entering into the conversation. She's coming from a state of desire. I'm coming from a state of like, like righteous anger. Like I've had, you know, I've, I've had this I, when I was 18, I wanted to be a sex therapist and my parents were like, no, you're not. <laughs> what do you know about sex? And so I became a hairstylist instead. But during that time, I just knew I had this desire like this. I was hearing so many people talk about sex and I was like almost their counselor for it. And then as I got older, it was like, oh, why is there so much shame around this? So I feel like the two places that we're coming from are so people are feeling these things, you know, Mm -hmm. so we're going to be going in, we're leaning in really far and we're putting ourselves on the line. We're not hiding our stuff. Like we're not just asking you to do the work. We're doing it too. You know, we're showing up, baby. (laughs) I love that. I love you have a I love that that phrase of this righteous anger. I feel like it's also so appropriate because the enemy has stolen so much from people through shame and guilt and condemnation. And I see you like coming, rising up against that and defending those who have been squashed by shame and condemnation and giving them permission again to enjoy their sexuality. It's going to be so good, Karen. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> we will welcome you on this journey and we will see you in the next episode. Can't wait. Thanks for listening to this episode of Her Sacred Sexuality Podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and takeaways. Connect with us on Instagram at Her Sacred Sexuality. Take 60 seconds to share this episode with your besties and leave us a five-star review. That's the best compliment you could give us.